You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back in, everyone. Today, I am joined by Stacey Van Thun of Raise Your Results. I am so excited to speak with Stacey today because the conversation we are going to have is just going to be incredible. Stacey and I connected on her podcast a few weeks ago, so now I am so excited to have her here on the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. The value she brings is incredible. So Stacey, welcome in. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, Amy. Yes. So tell us more about Stacy. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? <laughs> I love that question. Such a low question. Well, we'll be here. No. Um, honestly, well, my name is Stacy. I'm a mom of two, but you know, I actually put that in. I'm just creative being of two individuals that I'm excited to share and show the world to. Uh, but more importantly, I'm someone that's on a mission to help people to believe more in themselves, to realize that our past or our current circumstance does not dictate our future unless we let it. And for so long, I think we've been allowing it and we've never been conditioned to really understand the full power we have within and using our minds. Mm, yes. So, so good. And I love how you touched upon, we don't dictate it unless we allow it, or it doesn't dictate us unless we allow it. That right there, that's a very powerful statement. You know, one of my favorite quotes is by Carl Jung, and he says, until we make the unconscious conscious, It will continue to rule our world and we will continue to call it fate. And I think there's so much power in that. And if you're new to mindfulness, what that basically means is like so often these things come into our world and whether when they're good, we call ourselves lucky. We call it a coincidence. And when it's something that maybe we don't want, we just find it or I have anyways, and like proof of, you see, shit happens. Yeah. But yet the reason these things come into our lives is because our outside world is a direct reflection of how we feel on the inside. So when we're not believing in ourselves, when we don't have the confidence within, or when we're thinking more of what we don't want than what we do want, then yes, that comes into play. And then all of a sudden we say, see, I told you so. But really it's because thoughts become things. We become what we think about. The challenge is we often think more of what we don't want than what we do want. 
And that's what comes into our world. So that's really where that quote is like, when we start to become conscious of what we're thinking, then we can intentionally think of what it is that we truly do want to create. Oh, yeah. And we take that power back because it's already within us, right? It's already within us. And, you know, and that's where I just so much get jazzed about these conversations and helping people to believe more in themselves because it's like one of those, whether we think we can or you think you can't, you're right. You know, I was out with mm-hmm. a bunch of people the other night and some women were talking about relationships that they were in. And one person was saying, well, you know, like, you know, they've been married, divorced and kind of now dating again. And um, she was mentioning how this relationship, there's lots of aspects of it that, you know, she really enjoys, but there's some around jealousy and, and not allowing her to go out that she doesn't. And, and I was listening and she said, but you know, you can't find any relationship that's perfect. Right, right, exactly. And I just thought to myself though, well, you definitely won't if you don't believe it. And I think that a lot of us, especially if we've, you know, had courage to leave a relationship in the past that doesn't serve our highest needs, if we don't take that time in between a next relationship to understand who we are, what is the value and our worth, then the truth of the matter is those relationships will come back into our lives because we need to learn that lesson. And so in this example that I was sharing, like one of her past relationships was that her previous husband was controlling. Now she's in a relationship that maybe is not as controlling. So it seems better, but there's still that element of control and jealousy. And I, I share that because for anyone that's listening, you're worthy of more. You are worthy of finding somebody that allows you to be at your highest self. I mean, we have to adopt this more of this thought process around everything I want and desire in life is within me. When I engage with other people outside, it's to help me to grow, not to shrink and so if you're in these relationships that don't allow you to become your highest expression or they hold you back because of insecurities of them, that's on them, not on you. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and that's where I just get so powerful. But when you have that confidence and that belief in yourself, you realize that you're worthy of that. You're worthy of a relationship that allows you to go out and that doesn't hold you back because somebody else has insecurities around jealousy. And so um, I don't really know how I got to that rant, but it just feel that's so important for us to hear as women, because we've been taught so often that if you're not in a relationship or you don't have something, that life's not fulfilling. And again, it won't be if you don't believe that, but change your perception of that. You know, is it hard to get out and date? Is it hard to meet somebody else? Sure, it can be. But I believe personally, it's harder living a life where you're not being your full, authentic and true self. And I believe that, Amy, that's what mission you're on and why we resonate so much is because we're here to teach women and people, men and women, and then our children, that like, if you have a dream, if you know who you are, step in and own your power. Don't shrink to fit into a room. Find a new room. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Owning your power. That right there. That's what it is. It's already within you and knowing, yes, you are worthy. You are worthy. And that is inside of you. And you truly do such a good job pulling that out of people. And you can truly tell in everything you do that, that you're really conveying that. So 
for the clients that you work with, how do you start to improve this awareness? Because in order to change, like you said, we have to be self-aware of what's going on, that we are worthy. So what is something that listeners can do to just improve that awareness? Yeah, great question. I mean, start with getting clarity of what it is that you want. Yeah. What is it that you truly excites you again? You know, um, for me, Amy, my story was I did what many did with the check marks in life that we, you know, we're taught to go finish high school, do well out of high school, go into university, get your degree, get a job with a pension, something that's secure, get married, have your children, and then, you know, retire. My goal, truthfully, I had a really, I have such incredible family and parents, and my goal was always, well, I want to be able to give my kids what I was given and a little bit more. Yeah. And around the age of 40, I woke up and guess what life I was living? A life where I could give myself or myself what I had had, as well as my kids, um, pay for their, you know, education and, and really start to save for that. But I found myself living exactly what I'd wanted, my parents' life and a little bit more. And I realized at that time, though, I mean, what's the next step? Retirement? Yeah. And it's still like 20, 30 years ago. Like, what the frick was I supposed to do? Just tap out and be like, this is the top. Now just like roll down from here. Right. And I just like kind of this wake up moment. There was like, no. Yeah. No, there's more in me. Somebody asked me one time, what was my dream? And this goes back to like knowing what you want. And now as soon as I said my dream, I started telling them about how I want my kids to be productive members in society and, you know, get an education and do all this. And they're like, well, that's a great dream for your kids. What about you? And I was just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. So I find when I meet with my clients and people, when we ask, like, what is it that you want? A lot of us say, I don't know, because we've never really been taught how to make decisions and think for ourselves. And when you get to this age of 30 years of kind of like doing what society wants, you lose sight of that. Even when you say like, step into your power, who's your authentic self? I was like, I don't know her anymore. She's been so many different people to different people that like which one fits for me and I believe a lot of times we say we don't know because we're fearful that it might be different than the path that we're on currently or that when we say it it might not sound realistic quote unquote so then people don't know if they can do it but tell you what like adopt the model of do the illogical do the unrealistic because if if it's realistic, that just means it's in alignment with your current way of thinking. And your current way of thinking has resulted in your current results. And if those results aren't exactly what you want, you need to do something unrealistic. You need to challenge yourself to get uncomfortable and do the illogical. So start with writing down what it is that you want and don't allow any current circumstance or or anybody restrict you from just dreaming right now just use your imagination it's a muscle and for a lot of us we haven't used it a lot so we need to strengthen it and one way is like challenge yourself to write down 50 things that you want all levels and then once you've done that start to look at that list and your heart will be pulled to something on that list 
And then really dial in to make that want turn to like a craving, a deep desire, because in order for it to be created then and for you to experience it, that desire, that crave has to be stronger than any excuse. And that's really where it becomes a little bit, you know, more disciplined and persistent when we're creating a life that we truly desire and stepping into our full power. Oh, yes. So many things that you just said just really resonate because we do. We we almost lose our identity. We lose that passion in becoming a mom at times because suddenly it's not just us. We're yeah. having to pour into someone else. We're having to be the example for someone else. And going back to the retirement piece, it's, it's almost like retirement's the shiny object. You know, we love to think that, okay, that's the end goal because I've been there too. You know, we're constantly striving and striving and working our butts off nine to five, you know, so that we can provide this life for our children. But for what? Nothing's guaranteed. You get hit by a Mack truck tomorrow. You, you never know. We think that we're guaranteed this and then we get scared. So we stay in place. I know I did for the last 15 years. I mm -hmm. was scared. You know, you, you have these, the golden handcuffs, you have a good job. You've got the 401k, you've got the benefits, the paid time off. It's, you know, you're providing more for your children than you were brought up with. It's this whole societal belief. That, the right. Exactly. exactly. And like you said, you know, you have from the outside looking in absolutely everything that you wanted and more, but how are you on the inside? How are you feeling? Yeah. And yeah, I think there's a few things that go into there. I love what you're saying too. And make a note because one, we like what the first part you said was around a mom and that we pour in. And I think the society judges us by how much time sometimes, how well our kids do. It's almost like <gasps> validates that. Like mm -hmm. as soon as I have my kids, my worth is dependent on how well they're doing. Oh my well, gosh, no. it's so true. Yeah. No, right? Like that's an element of it. But you still have to be you. And then it's funny because as moms, we teach our kids to be their authentic self and to follow their dreams. Well, like do as you say. Yes. You know? yes. So, and then, and then our kids aren't doing these dreams or questioning or like going outside of their box and, and we're wondering why. And if we really look back at ourselves, I mean, this is where it takes that level of vulnerability and courageousness just to admit like, well, am I doing that or am I living my dreams and my hopes and wisdom and aspirations on another person. That's not fair to them. And that's not fair to you. And so I really think that we need to, as moms, like help teach our kids how to think, but not what to think. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's catching ourselves when they say, I want to do something. I say, oh, well, that's not realistic. Or, oh, well, that would be really hard. Do you need to do that? Like, just say yes. Yeah. You know, what do we need to do to figure that out? What do you think you need to do? Put it back on them because it's their dream. And that's the same with that next piece of like what it is that you want. Sometimes I think we're afraid because again, like I said, it could be, we don't think we have the means or the abilities or we're afraid to lose, lose or leave that um, secure job if that's the case or the relationship that we're in, because sometimes, unfortunately, we'd rather stick with the known, even though we don't love it, than to go into this unknown and risk. But that again, we just have to start changing our perception around like it's in the unknown where we create. 
So what mm -hmm. is it that you want? And if you stay focused on that, it will happen. It's by law that it will happen. But with persistence, with a change in perception, that failure or you falling down is just an opportunity to learn, not to stop you. And so continue to go in that. And then that final piece that you talked about was around retirement. Like what I've learned through mindset is that, you know, when you say it's in us, that's because our souls and our souls are meant for continuous expansion and growth. And so, Amy, potentially how you felt was how I felt was when we got into this like 15, 20 years of corporate and we were saving for our retirement, we knew how that goal no longer stretches us. Right. We know how to do it. So when we don't have a goal that stretches us and our soul isn't allowed to expand and continue to evolve, that's when we start to get stuck and feel resentfulness and you know frustration and stress. And so this is where then people finally retire, but they've caused themselves stress around it that they actually never enjoy it or they die, right? right? Because that all leads to that. So what I've really come to realize is that you have a goal of retirement and you, and you know how you're going to do that, then make sure you're always challenging yourself with a goal that you don't know how to do. Those goals that excite and scare you all at the same time. Because if we rewind ourselves to 20 years ago, we didn't know how we were going to get to that place, but we trusted we would and we did. So now why when we're 40 or onwards and upwards, do we think that we still wouldn't have that power within to achieve things that we don't know the how to? And that's really where we grow and keeps us young and excited and continuing to move forward. So now I see like our platform is not a tip of the mountain to roll down, but literally a launch pad to use the wisdom to understand who we are, to just freaking soar from here. Exactly. And to enjoy life. It's meant yeah, to be fun. lived. We are human beings. We're not just human doings. Can we just embrace the day? embrace the chaos, embrace the mess and live. We need yeah. to live. Exactly. Oh my exactly. Like get messy, do it anyways, oh. feel the fear and do it. Anyways. I mean, there's exactly. reasons for the bullets and they're like, so good. The hardest part is change. It's getting to the start line, right? All of these things, just admit to yourself what it is that you want and is it worth? And I, again, I do believe, I mean, you know, I've talked about confidence and, and the feeling of self-image. I mean, our self-image sets the boundaries of what we'll achieve in life. And so often, I think a lot of us, we don't want to admit even for myself that I lacked self-worth or self-confidence because in some areas of my life, I was really rocking it, but there was yeah. other areas of my life that I did not love. Well, recognize again, if that's happening to you, it's because there's something in your internal self-image, that voice in your head that's telling you you're not good enough or it's not for you or that you can't do it well take a tennis racket and hit those thoughts away because like that's why you're not doing it is because you're limiting so start to see yourself as the woman as the person that has achieved that goal and live from that place and that's really where we realize we're worthy so this fear comes in I think when we are afraid to admit to ourselves that deep down do we feel worthy of that? And um, and then just like kind of sit in there and start to understand like why? And and we'll, if you start to take some of those thoughts out and put them on paper, you'll see they're really silly. 
And like, cause often we like suffer more in our minds than we do in reality. Right. So you start to see it and you're like, no, I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of abundance. I'm worthy of creating more wealth in my family for the more wealth I have in my family, the more I can give. Yeah. And, you know, you break down some of those limiting beliefs that, you know, for me at least was like, well, if, if I want more than what I have, then that's selfish. That was a belief I had, right? Well, you can be grateful for what you have and still want more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is not selfish. Again, that is just awareness of your spirit in your soul saying, you were made for more, girl. Go for it. Oh my gosh. Stacey, so, so good. So many things that are just so powerful that you said. I love every single one of them. Oh my gosh. Where can we learn more? Oh my goodness. Well, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Stacey Van Thun. I have a Facebook uh, group for people to join all around confidence, purpose, and pleasure. It really goes back to what you're saying around have fun, like prioritize you prioritize your pleasure on that emotional, spiritual, as well as physical level, gain clarity of what it is that you truly want with the purpose and then who you need to become with the confidence. So speak a lot into that. If those are key um, areas that anyone's interested in learning and uh, I also have a website at www.raiseyourresults.ca. I'm Canadian. Um, and I do one-on-one coaching as well as group coaching. I actually created a new group coaching program that's launching um, at the end of January here. It's called Crave. And it's really a, around like confidence, responsibility, taking action, power of visualization and the endurance to realize that this is a long game. Yeah. We play for evolution and continuous growth. And, you know, once you're aware, you're aware. So you become, and, you know, it's really about recognizing that life is a journey. And I know that that sounds cliche, but it's not so much about the goals you attain, but who you become in the process. And uh, if you want something, know that it wouldn't be placed on your heart if it wasn't for you. So acknowledge that and uh, start to take action to achieve it. And you don't have to know all the how. Just take one step each day, progress over perfection. And when you can live from that frequency of who you desire to be and, and embrace, embody the feeling of it happening already, then um, you'll attract the resources and the people you need to continue to figure out that how. That's the fun. That's the nice. fun. Yes. And once you open yourself up to it and are willing to receive it, isn't it incredible what starts to happen? It's, it's so much of the mindset, like you said, and the awareness of what's going on inside. So work through it. It's worth it. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.